Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care with Kylie and Michelle. Anglican Care, we're not only social on the bowling green. Find us on Facebook too. Welcome everyone to the first ever podcast of our Let's Talk Seniors podcast. We're excited for you to join us today and our very first special guest who's going to talk to us about the need for seniors to maintain their muscles as they get older. And our very special guest today is Dr. John Ward. Dr. Ward is a prominent geriatrician in the Hunter region and is known for his genuine commitment to the health and well-being of seniors and their carers. He is passionate about educating people on preventative health and how they can incorporate different strategies into their lifestyle to keep themselves independent. Welcome, John, and thank you so much for joining us today on our very first podcast. We are so excited. Kylie and I are dying to know what happens to our muscles as we age, John? Well, it depends a lot how fit you are, and particularly when you're younger, and how much physical activity you do as you get older. For most people who tend not to do much exercise after the age of about mid-20s, they start to lose muscle then. Not too much in those early years, but as you get older, the rate of muscle loss increases. And by the time, for example, you're in my age, in the 70s, you're probably losing about 1% a year. Wow. (laughs) That's kind of answered something for me, because I was going to say I'm feeling like I'm not as muscly as I could be in my very early 50s, John. (laughs) But for people who are very fit and keep up a high level of fitness, they don't start to really lose muscle until about their mid-40s. Wow, so it's really driving home, home that message to stay fit, isn't it? But the big issue is that there are other things that add to this rate of muscle loss. Firstly, chronic disease, and almost all people in their 50s, 60s, 70s have at least one chronic disease. And because all chronic diseases, whether they involve the lung or the heart or diabetes or even dementia or arthritis, are inflammatory in nature, they eat away at your muscles. The other big factor in muscle loss is obesity. So we talk about this combination of older age, chronic disease and obesity as a sort of clinical triad Mm. for what we call sarcopenia or muscle loss as you get older. You tend to think of big people as having big muscles. Well, Mm -hmm. they do, but they're not good muscles. And that's a real problem. You can have very good muscles if you're bigger, but you need to work at it. John, you're talking about the high prevalence of people having a chronic illness as they get older. Can you still build muscle and exercise if you have got a chronic illness? Or is that not possible with some of the diseases? Yes, you can. And it's very easy to regain your muscle loss if you've allowed it to wither away. So for example, with a normal exercise program that older people do like dance or exercising to music, even if you're not weight loaded or you're not putting particular stress on yourself, there's no strength exercise involved, you can increase your muscle strength by about 10% after about eight weeks. Oh, so that's it's good. Very, that's amazing. very mm. easy to increase your muscle strength as you get older. If you then add to that a strengthening component or you Mm. add some weights to your exercise you can probably double that now whether you can do it as easily with a chronic disease Mm. depends a lot on the chronic disease now if it's something relatively simple like chronic heart disease or chronic airways disease or diabetes you can easily increase your strength If you're talking about end-stage renal failure, like people Mm. on dialysis, it's difficult to increase your strength, but with exercise, you can prevent further weight loss. Okay, well, Michelle, my take-home message from that is that we've got to get dancing more. Oh, it's true. (laughs) 
You've spent a lifetime creating a home. It's where you belong. As you age, Anglican Care's home life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home. Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. Speaking of diminishing muscles, is it the same rate for women and men? It depends a lot on the amount of exercise. Men tend to exercise more than women do. So if that's the case, men tend to lose less muscle strength than women. And also remember that men come from a higher level. And they have more muscle naturally, John? At peak age, men have more muscle. And therefore, even though the rate of loss is the same... Mm. They don't tend to get as low as mm. women tend to do. I pulled a funny face then when John was talking because I was thinking of mine and my husband's situation where I think that I exercise a lot more than he does and I'm always nagging him to exercise more. <laughs> the other important difference between men and women is that women have more fat or less lean body mass, so the proportion of fat in their tissue is higher than for men. And, of course, that tissue is not just an inert tissue just sort of sitting there. There's a reason for it? It secretes about 13 different what we call adipose cytokines. These are chemicals released from muscle, and all but one of these eat away at your muscles. They're catabolic for muscles. So that's why obesity is Mm. such a big problem is because of this release of these catabolic cytokines, which means that that's an issue for women, and women need to take that into account and do some strengthening exercises. And so, John, is that why men lose weight quicker than women? You know, my girlfriends and I, we're always on a diet or something, and then our husbands might go on a diet, and then we're all cursing, going, oh, well, Alan lost two kilos without much effort last, you know, like that sort of thing. Is that because they've got more muscle and less fat? And The curious thing's happened in the last 10 years. Traditionally, both men and women lost weight as they got older but what's happening for the first time ever is women are actually still gaining weight as they get older i'm not sure exactly what's behind this but Mm. it's probably related to our diet yeah and our sort of exercise patterns i'm not aware that men would lose weight quicker than women but i think the menopause is a big issue in this yes i was going to bring that up actually i thought should i go there or not (laughs) (laughs) too late you've already gone gone there but i think every Women complains that their husbands are losing yes, weight. Yes, I know. And disappearing on them. Yes. Whereas they're increasing weight. Yeah, and, uh, okay. So it's certainly an interesting topic and hormones and menopause can play a part in that, I'm guessing, for women. Certainly. Mm. The issue of diet, I think, is a really interesting one. Mm. And most diets fail, as you're aware. Mm. And we say tend to say that diets make you fat. And that's partly because people lose weight when they first go on a diet. Sure. Mm. And they tend to feel a bit tired and then exercise less. Yes, and what okay. you've got to do is not go on a diet that makes mm. you tired, yep. but go on some sort of sensible eating program that mm. allows you to increase your physical activity. The women's gym called Curves, I yes, think, I've is, been to Curves. is the ideal sort mm. of example of this, where they combine sensible eating yes. with regular exercise, and that's the way to... And, and yeah. some muscle building as well into that. Yeah, because yes. that's a bit of resistance training, mm. and plus it's also a really lovely social environment, mm. and mm. you're not working out next to a big, sweaty body builder which can be good <laughs> we, we men feel very jealous we don't have a similar thing no yes. i agree john i think just from my observations too like i think there's so much online these crazy diets you can access mm, and i mm. think they're all so extreme these days your normal working kids human being you can't stick to these diets for a prolonged period no, they're just not sustainable no i absolutely agree so i love
love what you say about just sticking to a healthy routine because it's just so much more obtainable in the long term, I think. If seniors out there are listening and thinking, I need more muscles, can they regain or build new muscle mass? Yes, very easily, really. And I think everybody needs to have a regular exercise program. And the ideal exercise program for older people is to do some sort of aerobic exercise every day. And that could be walking, swimming, tennis, golf without a golf cart, something where you're sort of pushing your heart rate a little bit. Do that for at least half an hour every day. Then you want to do some strengthening exercises safely. And you do that perhaps every second day, not daily, because you need your muscles to recover. The exercises are done at KERS, for example, which are done with machines where you actually create the resistance to the machine, so therefore you're not injuring yourself, is safer than going to a gym and pushing weights. You can do it with fairly low weights, mm. like even just one kilo handheld weights that cost almost nothing at Kmart or somewhere. They are fairly safe, but a rowing machine or some of the new machines where you work against a proportion of your body weight are very, mm. very safe. Okay. Legs 11, bingo. You found the perfect podcast for you. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen. What about something like yoga, John, where you, I guess it's not strength building per se, but you're kind of plank, lots of planks and you're holding up your own body weight. Does that count as strength training? Sure, it does to a certain degree, but I think the main benefit of yoga is probably to your mind Mm -hmm. and to your flexibility. Yes, okay. Oh, Kylie, is that the answer you wanted? Because you do a lot of yoga and you're hoping a lot of muscle was going to come from that (laughs) answer. I I actually felt like I have become homeless since I've been doing yoga, but I hear what you're saying because I don't actually do any of that strength training myself with weights or anything. I might have to go buy Kmart on the way home. And if this all feels a little daunting to a senior who's out there listening and they don't really know where to start, John, what advice do you give them? Well, walk every day and walking costs nothing. I mean, you can pay a lot for gym membership, but to me, that's an incredible waste of time unless it forces you to use it. However, I would qualify that by saying that Any woman that goes to Curves, I think, is pretty sensible because that combines so many other things, social activities, sensible Absolutely, yeah. My routine, Mm. if you don't mind (laughs) Yes, we'd love to hear your routine, John. Is that for a quarter of an hour, I have three machines in my garage. Total cost was about $2,000 for the three machines. Yep. Takes up an area of about two metres by two metres. And it's a stationary bike, a rowing machine, and this machine that allows me to strengthen my muscles. And the ones that I'm particularly concerned about is the ones above your knee that I call your nursing home muscles. Oh, yes, dear. I've heard that term before, actually. Because <laughs> these are the ones that get you out of a chair and get you oh, they're important. off the bed. Yep. And once you can no longer do that, then unless your spouse is rather large and can help you, you're in trouble. So... I work at those and then I go for a walk and a swim and do that every day. And I feel that if you don't do something like that, it's very hard to keep going and to have energy when you say, like I am in my mid-70s. And Yeah, and I think it's a real goal to stay sort of fit and happening as you get older because, as you say, otherwise you'll lose your independence at some stage if you don't keep moving and keep those muscles happening. And all the endorphins that you get from exercise as well, they're all yeah. great. Yes, it's not just the effect of exercise on your muscle. If we could put exercise in a pill, it mm. would be the single most prescribed medication. Mm -hmm. We know, for example, that for most of the depression that we see in older age, Mm. exercise is as good as the pills. 
Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. It's probably the most effective strategy in preventing falling. It probably would prevent a lot of people going for joint replacements. Mm. It helps people sleep. It's good for their libido and their sex life. And so do you see a lot of people that are resistant to exercising though? Yes, unfortunately we do. So why do you Um, think that is? Sometimes you've got to be a bit blunt with them and just Mm. tell them, you know, what's going to happen if they don't and also explain how easy it is to build this into their life and Mm. and it's relatively cheap. As I say, I've got these machines that Mm. cost a bit of money but you can buy a one kilo set of weights from Kmart that does just as much good. You can strengthen these nursing home muscles by putting a little Velcro band around your Mm. ankle lie on the bed, lift your leg without bending your knees and that strengths the muscles just as well and I'm sure that just costs a few dollars, the Velcro band, so it doesn't take much time. Half an hour, 45 minutes a day is plenty. Yeah, I think another good resource these days with us all becoming more technological is YouTube. There's lots of exercise videos that Mm. you can access on YouTube for free and quite fun and yeah. I guess it's just about finding that something that you like doing and building it into your routine regularly isn't it? Well there are exercise programs for older people called fitness for seniors or active over 50 heart moves yeah. those type of things where you'll go out and you find a group of people there'll be music a leader and, and it's fun and often after that you go off and have a coffee and it's quite yeah. a sort of social My mum and her friends do that. They go to the gym yeah. together three times a week. They've been doing it for 15 years and then they go out and have coffee and lunch. Yeah. And so, Johnny, <laughs> if someone's out there thinking I'd like to join something like that, do they, do they Google, do they ask their doctor? How do they find a service like that? There's a website called Active and Healthy. It's a New South Wales government website and you look on that, they just ask you to put in your postcode and they'll show you all the exercise programs within five kilometres of your postcode for older people. Fantastic. So John, if we could go back to your comment about muscle mass slash strength, it helps to prevent falls. From your experience, is a senior more likely to remain independent at home for longer if they have maintained muscle mass and in doing so potentially prevent falls? I oh, look, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I always say you don't go to a nursing home because you're old. You don't go because you've got a chronic disease. You go because you've allowed yourself to become unfit. And if you maintain your fitness... It's amazing how long you can stay at home. That's a real motivator, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, we love your advice, John. It's so down to earth. We can all achieve it. I think people are going to love it out there to hear this. Well, John, thank you so much for joining us today. We have a little lucky dip. It's got a little theme to it, which is health and wellbeing, which is what our podcast is all about. So if you just dive in here and, and have a look and tell us what you pull out. Oh, it's a night guard. And actually, that'll be very, very useful because <laughs> when you go away somewhere, that's the one thing you want to pack into your port, don't you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. To, to find that strange bathroom. That yeah. You know, <laughs> it's also, this is also a nightlight that has a torch and also has a motion sensor, John. Wow. So this is actually a bit of a fall prevention thing that you can <laughs> right. stick in your bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're just in a hallway and you're walking around at night, it will just sense that there's some movement and it comes on and it's a great fall preventer. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, John. We look forward to chatting to Jane Meldrum in our next podcast about how to stay hip, on the ball and socially active. And we'll probably be a little bit musclier by then when we talk to Jane as well. Thanks, John. Thanks for coming. How can we make your life easier? Or what would you like to know more about? Click on our podcast link at anglicancare.com.au and let us know. We can't wait to hear from you.